Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. It's been a while. It's been well over a month, maybe close to two months since I've done a podcast. And the reason I know it's been a long time, first of all, I'm loaded with excuses. I have a ton of excuses why I haven't done the podcast. And we'll get to those in a while and how important excuses are in life. <laughs> uh, I know it's been a long time because I do it in the guest room in the world-famous ironing board studios, called that because I do the show off of an ironing board. Uh, I came in the ironing board studios, which is um, a, the guest room, and the fan was on. So you turn the light on to turn the, you know, the ceiling light on, and the ceiling fan came on, which I never have on. The last person that used this room was my daughter and her husband, and he always sleeps with the fan on. So they left the fan switch on. So I know that the last time anybody came in this room was for Allison's wedding, which was June 2nd. So that's how long it's been at least since I've been in this room. Uh, why haven't I done a podcast lately? Um, you know, it's the old excuse. I've been busy. And, uh, and I know that everybody has excuses and people say, well, you can't get too busy. And if you're busy, it's your own fault. But, you know, when your daughter's getting married and you have a bunch of people over, you can't really crawl into the guest room and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go do a podcast. That's where the busy part has to be prioritized. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, there's certain things. It's like, hey, if your kid has got a birthday party, you can't say, well, I'm sorry. I'm having lunch that day with Doreen because guess what? Doreen now gets reprioritized. So your kid becomes more important. So obviously, Allison's wedding was so important and, um, you know, everything else got pushed aside for that, as it should be. So then afterward, um, uh, some of Su Susan's uh, brother and sister-in-law stayed a few days later, and I didn't really feel like crawling off into the guest room again to hide and do a podcast, so then I missed two weeks. And then uh, had another excuse I can't remember. Oh, I know what it was. <laughs> My 25th anniversary week uh, was that week, and I was kept very busy, and that was awesome. We'll talk more about that in a little bit because we haven't even done a podcast since then. And I kind of want to talk a little bit about what that means to work somewhere for 25 years and kind of what that experience was like to talk to people who say, I've been listening since I was in seventh grade and I used to listen with my mom and now my mom is gone and now it reminds me of my mom and we listen to blah, blah, blah. I mean, and I shouldn't even say blah, blah, blah. That sounds like I'm diminishing that story because I've heard that story and uh, it's I love hearing stories why people listen and why how long they've listened and, and people who say, I remember your first day. I barely remember my first day, so it's all, I, I love it, I and mean, it's, it's such an honor, and and we'll talk maybe a little bit more about that in a little bit, and then Carson and I went to scout camp, and uh, scout camp was unusual this year, uh, two years ago it was canoeing in the Boundary Waters, last year it was hiking in New Mexico, and this year it was sailing in the Florida Keys, so there was that week, and I couldn't uh, do the podcast, and then I got back, and I thought, hmm, I don't really have anything to say. I truly didn't. I didn't know what to say. I was like, well, I guess I can go up and come up with something, but I just didn't have anything, and I thought, well, I don't have anything to say, so I'm not going to go do a podcast. Why would I do that? So finally, my wife said, all right, go upstairs and do a podcast. Today is June 13, 14, 15, 16, Ju July 16th of 2018, and uh, she's right. I had to come up and do a podcast. So here I am in the guest room 
in the Ironing Board Studios to do a podcast. So let me go back a little bit. Couple of things that have happened here. First of all, uh, the 25th anniversary here at KDWB. I have not done a podcast since then, and it was a really amazing week. Um, you know, the mayor came by, and it was very flattering. But my favorite part was the rooftop party that they did downtown at seven. Um, it was a beautiful night. And friends of mine came, and neighbors came, and Allison and Carson came, and and we invited not just people that I worked with. I wanted people who listened to the show to come along, and and everywhere that night it was just it was like just being at that party and having people come up and tell me what the show has meant to them. I mean, if they were there, then obviously the, they've been listening for a while, and the show meant something to them, and. And they prob- they say things like, you probably hear this all the time, but I listen to your show every day and it really makes my morning. And I never get tired of hearing that. And I understand it. And I really do because that's one of the reasons that I wanted to be on the radio because I know how much a connection with somebody on the radio can mean. When I was a kid... Um, I connected with several different people on the radio, uh, probably not on a huge level, but I understood how that connection works and just the power of there's something about the one on one with no eye contact. You're doing your thing. I'm doing my thing. And we're kind of talking. And I actually do most of the talking, but I've talked to people who shout back at the radio and say, no, Dave, you're an idiot or that caller is an idiot or whatever. Um, I get that connection, and I understand that that's why years after they started you know, announcing the, the um, what do you call it, the proclaiming the death of radio, years after they started proclaiming the death of radio, it's still there, and it's still very powerful, and I think there's just something about it that no other medium has. I don't even think TV has that connection. And I don't know why that is. Maybe because you you are picturing it the way you want it to be. Kind of like a book has a very special connection that sometimes movies don't. Hey, I get it. Movies do. But it's been such an honor to be able to stay there for 25 years. And I don't want you to take this as bragging, but it hasn't really been an accident. I mean, I get to stay there because I work really hard at it. And I get to stay there, not because I got lucky. You know, I've talked to some people in radio. It's like, you know, dude, you are so lucky that you've lasted at that station for 25 years. And I want to tell them, and I want to say this in the most non-bragging, humble way possible, that luck had very little to do with it. Let me back up. There's a lot of people in radio who have lost their jobs in the last 25 years. When I first started at KDWB, um, there was no computerized, automated DJ replacement. Now there is. And the staff at KDWB used to be a full-time shift of like, you know, full-time warm-blooded people in the studio 24-7. I mean, Saturday morning at 4, there was a live person in the studio 25 years ago at every radio station. Well, all these years later, um, they figured out a way to make it sound like it's still live, but it's been pre-recorded four days or two days before, and uh, there's nobody in the radio station. 
a lot of people lost their jobs in radio. A lot of people did. I mean, it shrunk. The business has shrunk by probably two thirds or more in 25 years. Um, we used to have a traffic reporter, Pete Bush. Maybe you remember him that he worked for us and he only worked for us. Now we don't even have a local traffic reporter. We have people that read the tra watch the traffic monitors that live in Chicago. That's why they mispronounce street names and call Wyzetta, Wyzata. Uh, and we don't have anybody on in the middle of the night. Not a live person. Ryan Seacrest is on in the middle of the day. Most weekends it's recorded. So the point I'm making is a lot of people lost their jobs. And I'm not trying to insult anybody in radio who lost their job in the last 25 years because of downsizing. But for whatever reason, this wasn't the business that they were strong enough in. This wasn't the business that they were still really into or that they were at a radio station. A lot of the time, it's not their fault. It's the radio station was just not powerful enough to sustain them. Um, uh, you know, I know a lot of people who were good and talented and full of heart that lost their job, but they were at the wrong radio station at the wrong time. Um, I, if I was lucky, I would say it's because that KDWB has always been a powerful radio station and has always done well. But at the same time, I mean, I work, I work really hard to make the show happen. How did that sound for sounding braggy? Do you think, God, Dave, you sound really arrogant. I don't mean to, but I think on this podcast, you and I get to be a little bit more honest with each other than, than I would be on the radio. Um, so it's been great being here for 25 years. Has it been all luck? No, certainly not. Just like you wouldn't say, wow, Tom Brady, man, poo, you've been really lucky to be on that team and win that many Super Bowls. No, not really. No, I think that the Patriots have been pretty lucky to have Tom Brady. Um, would I go as far as to say KWB has been lucky to have me? No, I don't know. Maybe. Would you? I don't know. Anyway, I hope that came across the way that I wanted it to. Um, but I will also say this. One of the reasons that I still have so much passion for it is because of you. And you're going, what, me? You're talking to me? There's like a lot of other people listening to the podcast. No, I mean you. You. Because if you're listening to this podcast, that must mean that you and I have found some sort of connection that makes you go the extra step to actually listen to this podcast. Because you don't have to. I mean, there's the great majority of people just listen to the morning show and never listen to the podcast. But you decided that, hey, there's a connection there. You're going to listen to the podcast too. That's where you come in. That's where if you had not responded to all the shit that we've done over the years, everything from War of the Roses to talking about my nephew in prison, which I'll get to that in a second too. Um, and if you hadn't responded to the Hiram calls from years ago, if you remember those, or the man in a pig suit, or the silly parody songs like the Hollister song and uh, Edina Girls. If you hadn't responded to all that, then we wouldn't be here. So a lot of this goes to you. Hey, real quick, since I brought it up, um, we have been talking about my nephew who is in prison and I, I he had a rough, he had a rough life and I don't want to give too much information, but he had it rough and he, um, you know, his dad left his family when his dad was, when, when my nephew was about six or seven at a very tender, vulnerable age for a boy to lose a parent. 
that he really loved. And his dad didn't die. His dad just decided that he was going to leave. And he did. And not just divorce my sister, but dropped out of their life. And I could, I could never quite understand that. I could never understand how you can have kids and love them, but then decide one day, you know, I'm all right. I'm going to leave and not really see them again. Hey, maybe there's more to the story that I don't know, but that's what I know. Imagine that happening to a seven-year-old boy. That kind of messed him up, and he was always very shy, and he had a rough time of it, and he, he here's the story. He either committed a serious crime or he knows who committed the serious crime. He would not admit to either, but he is in prison for 118 years. He's served about 20 of it now, and I think they've reduced it to like, oh, my God, he's only got 80 more years to serve, but he's 42 years old, so... Um, and he doesn't have the best health. He's got heart problems. He's had a couple of heart surgeries. His mom's obviously getting older. And I thought, I'm going to call a lawyer and see whether there's any chance they can look at the case and say, you know what, this guy legally deserves everything he got. Or whether they would look at it and say, ah, this doesn't really seem right. Like maybe his rights were violated and maybe he should be, um, I don't know, sprung. <laughs> no, that's not the word I'm looking for. Released early. Um, so the latest update is I called an attorney today and talked to actually a paralegal who took a lot of notes on the case. So I'll let you know how that goes. Of course I will. And again, I wonder if that's when I tell stories to you like that on the radio that are kind of personal. I wonder if that's what helps create that bond, if you want to call it a bond that I have with people who listen to the show or the podcast. So I'll let you know what happens with that. Uh, and uh, right now, my boy Kirsten, he is at band camp for five weeks. This is a weird one because this was going to be our summer. Carson and I you know, had the wedding. We had the anniversary party. Then we went to scout camp. And then when we got back, both of our schedules were going to slow down and we were going to spend some time together. And I hope I don't get choked up talking about this. I think I'll be okay. Um, because this is his last summer before his senior year. And and next year I'll have a summer before college. But then that's it. I mean, he'll come home during the summers. Um, but then, you know, it all changes. It's like when you grew up and you moved out of your mom and dad's house. And uh, I said, this is our summer. Well, while we were on the Boy Scout trip, the sailing trip, uh, we were texting. We had cell service the whole time. We were only a few miles off of Florida Keys. And my wife, Susan, found a, a band camp that had an opening left. And it's a very prestigious band camp. And uh, um, it's more like a college, but they call it a camp, I think. And he's there for five weeks. And we were texting back and forth. Well, do you want to do it? Can he get in? How much does it cost? Can you know? Does Carson want to go? Without hesitation, Carson wanted to go. And I said, but it's our summer this is this is this is it. He's like, we'll still have summer when I get back. I said, yeah, two weeks. But this is where I had to say, you know, and I feel like I'm going to get a little choked up. Um, that I had to say go because that's what he wanted to do. Was he wanted to go, and it wouldn't be fair for me huh, to say no, stay home because your dad's going to miss you. I mean, can you imagine if when you were going to move out or go to college, your mom or dad would have said, well, you can't go because I would miss you. Well, nobody does that. You can't do that. You're tempted to do that. But he wanted to go. And so I said, go. So a week after we got back from scout camp, drove him to the airport early on a Saturday morning and uh, said goodbye. Five weeks. 
Well, I'll probably go out and see him sometime in the next couple of weeks, and um, you know that'll be nice. But it's good for him. You know, it's good because he's in a big city and he's got to be independent and he's got to learn how to get up on time for class and study and do homework and make friends and socialize. And I told him something that I learned from my history teacher in high school. Sit up front. Sit up front in class. And I told him that ever since he was like in middle school, sit in the front. Of course, he never did because it's more fun to sit in the back where the teacher can't see you fucking around as easily. But this, he's, I said, you're serious. High school's over. High school's over. That's all behind you. It's not really, but you get it. This is college. This is serious. Sit up front. And so I would tell you, hey, listen, if you're going to college, sit up front. Maybe you're way past college. But if you have kids, tell them sit in the front. Your grades are going to be better. You're going to learn better. You're going to be more immersed in the whole thing than if you're sitting in the back joking around with your friends. So, hey, I should make a chapter in my next book. Sit up front. I'm going to write that down right now while I'm thinking about it for book two. Sit up front. Ha, I like it. Um, So anyway, here's the good news. It's not been that bad. I've missed him. And we talk almost every day, honestly, not every day, but instead of wondering what he's doing and is he home, is he watching TV, is he on his fourth hour of YouTube, is he watching Impractical Jokers reruns again when he should be doing something else, I don't worry about that. I don't wonder. So I've kind of got some extra time and that's kind of nice. So. There's that. Uh, I think there was one more thing that I wanted to bring up before we uh, wrapped up and did the uh, chapter. Because every time we do, oh, I know what it was. Every time we do this podcast, it's based on the book. Take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. So we always do a chapter from the book. Um, Here's some news on the book. Uh, Audible has approached a couple of people at the radio station, uh, Mark Rosen and uh, Dan Cole, common man from KFAN, um, they have both written books, and Audible has approached all of us and said, hey, do you guys want to do an audio book? And I'm like, uh, yeah, doesn't it make sense for three radio guys to do an audio book? So that's probably going to be coming too. Hey, listen, I'm going to guess you've probably read the book already, and you don't need to um, to hear the audiobook, but it's out there. Hey, by the way, it's also out on Kindle. Um, just search, take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. So here is the chapter from the book. We're going to go to chapter number 79. So let me pull that open really quick here. Chapter number there's 73, 77. Love the artwork in the book. The guy who did the artwork was so spot on. I said, I loved Mad Magazine when I was a kid. I want the artwork to really show the fact that it's not meant to be a preachy book because it's it's not meant to be a preachy book. And this podcast is never meant to be preachy. It's meant to be fun and maybe keep you company while you're driving to the cabin for at least 20 minutes or so. What are we up to now? I'm just curious. Oh, we're at 19 minutes. That went fast. Um, so that's the idea of the podcast. The idea of the book is not to sound preachy. And I worry about that sometimes because that's the farthest thing that I want to do. I want you to think and I want you to go, I agree or I disagree or Dave, you are full of shit because some of these chapters in the book might you might make you say, Dave, you're full of shit. For example, chapter number 78. I've had some people disagree with me about this one. 
I'll cover that really quick. Chapter number 78 is boys pee standing up, girls pee sitting down. There are quite a few parents who actually make their boys sit down to pee. I know it's really popular to strip away our kids' gender identity and tell them that both sexes are the same and wonderful in every way, but this is one of the last things on earth that only men can do. We pride ourselves on it. We write our names in the snow. We attack that urinal mint with the fervor usually reserved for hand-to-hand combat. We pee standing up, and we like it that way. So your little guy might miss here and there. It's part of being a boy. Teach him to clean it up. That's also being a part of the, a part of being a boy. Yes, it is. Cleaning up after yourself. Should we talk about how it's always the women at work who seem to get stuck cleaning the crap out of the kitchen sink? Somebody will come along and they'll rinse out their cup of noodles into the sink and leave the noodles and the whatever there in the sink for who to clean out? Who do they think is going to do that? I guess the janitor could do it, but why not do it yourself? I don't know. Everybody should learn how to clean up after themselves. Here is chapter number 79. I like this one a lot. Play catch with your kids. It's a great skill. It's relaxing. It's exercise. It's good bonding time. It's also about the least expensive thing you can do together. Here's one more thing about playing catch. I never thought of it before, but it's a lesson in patience and attitude. And I learned this from my son Chase. When I throw a baseball over his head, Instead of trudging slowly back through the weeds to get it, Chase would run. Maybe not a full-on gallop, but enough of a run to show that he was still having fun. He was also a good sport about me being a piss-poor baseball thrower. Now, I run after balls that my boys throw, and I've taught my younger son to do the same. Hey, think about that for a second. Think about the difference of you're playing catch with somebody and you throw it over their head, which inevitably is going to happen sooner or later or more often than not. Uh, you got a choice. You can either trot back and pick it up, or you can walk back kind of pissed off, like, God damn it, how many times you got to throw it over my head? Which one is better? Which one's more fun? Which one shows them that you don't care? Which one shows them a better attitude? So I think that's kind of a metaphor for life, don't you think? Hey, Claire, will you run down to the copier and pick up this copy for me? Ugh. Oh, stomp, 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 stomp. And then Claire comes back and throws the copy on your desk like she you just like killed her pet. Or, sure, yeah, I'll be right back. I know somebody who is the clomp, clomp, clomp person. And I know somebody who is the run person. Which one are you? And we're not just talking about baseball here. We're talking about... Whether it's, hey, you know what, we are, oh my God, we're, I'm making pancakes, I just realized we're out of eggs. Hey, will you do me a favor? Will you run down to Quick Trip and get a dozen eggs? Oh God, oh, I'm busy, I'm busy watching TV, God. Hey, listen, we all get annoyed with that sometimes, but wouldn't you rather be the person who's like, Puh, yeah, sure, okay, why not? I mean, maybe you're not thrilled about it, but I think that, I mean, think about it. I'm thinking right now, of the person that I never asked to do anything because this person always is like, Oh, and they'll throw the pen. They'll throw their pencil down and they'll like, you know, maybe they'll do it or they'll come up with a reason why they shouldn't, or I did it last time or whatever. And so I don't ask that person to do things, but here's what's going on in the background. I know that if anybody asks me about that person, I won't have good things to say. I mean, 
I'm going to tell the truth. I'll be like, well, you know what? If you want to have somebody who you have to like beg and bribe to do some work, then that's your person. But I'll give you an example here. Intern John, I would ask him to do something one time and intern John would do it. He would do it right. And he would do just a little bit more. But which one are you? I hope you're the one that when you have a chance to do something, yeah, look at it as a chance, as an opportunity that you're the one that's like, yeah, I'll go do that. I mean, you're not an idiot. You're not going to be like, God, yes, I want to clean up the vomit. Please, can I clean up the vomit in aisle three? I want to do that. No, you don't have to be that person. Okay, and one more thing. The chapter right underneath the chapter 79 I think it, I just closed the book, but it was something like, um, it reminded me of something that Fallon told me this morning. She was like, you know what? We go to the pool with Jake's son, Dylan. Fallon's getting married, by the way. You probably knew that. She's kind of keeping it low key this time. Um, she said, when I go to the pool with Dylan, I want to go swimming, but I never actually got in the pool. I'm like, dude, you got to get in that fucking pool. Get in that pool. Be that parent that gets in the pool and swims with your kid. Get in there and play with the pool noodles and and play Marco Polo and be stupid and splash and dunk and all that stuff um, because it's much more fun for you and it's much more fun for them. You're not going to create a whole lot of memories if you're sitting on the on the bench by the pool playing on your phone while your daughter is swimming by herself. You're not going to create a lot of memories that way. If you go to Wisconsin Dells, go on the water rides, go on the water park, go on the tubes, go on the, the, the Noah's Ark water park, do all that stuff. I remember when I was a kid, told this story on the radio today to Fallon. I said, when I was a kid, we would go to Elitch Gardens in Denver, which is their version of Valley Fair. And I remember my dad took the Boy Scouts up there one year. And my dad, he was a little bit older. So this is probably one of the reasons why he did not go on the rides. And I think he also, this was a different era where they kind of like, they stayed out of their the kids' way and didn't participate as much. But I remember standing on the roller coaster in line and looking down off the platform, and I can still picture my dad on a bench, sitting there by himself, drinking coffee. And I remember thinking, God, this sucks for him. He's not having any fun on this trip. He's just transportation. And I thought, I'm never going to do that. When my kids go some places in their entire childhood, I've done it. When they go to Dave and Buster's, you bet your ass I'm trying to win tickets. When they go to the water park, you bet your ass I'm on the water rides. And when they go to, uh, oh, I don't know, name somewhere, uh, go-karts, I'm not sitting on a bench taking pictures. I'm on the go-kart having just as much fun as fun as they are. So make sure you do that. And I know a couple of people who are listening to the podcast that have kids on the way. And you know who you are. And I know who you are. Well, I know a couple of you. Uh, and remember that. Make sure you participate in that stuff. I'm not sure. I'm not saying that you have to be in everything. If your kid takes karate, you don't have to take karate with her. That's okay for you to sit in the parents' room and watch. If you take them to Foss Swim School, it's okay for you to sit on the bench in the bleachers and watch. You don't have to do everything, but I think I think you get the idea. All right. Hey, listen. It's good to be back. Thanks for indulging me on the podcast. Um, I'm a little worried that when I talked earlier to, in the podcast about working hard and it not being luck that I'm still at, at KWB all these years later, I'm, I'm a little worried that came off the wrong way. If it did, here's your uh, chance to write me and say, Dave, you arrogant prick. Um, write me about anything, seriously, to um, Dave Ryan at kdwb.com. I used to have an email for the podcast, but I never checked it. And so it's easier just to send me an email. Maybe you're glad the podcast is back. Maybe you listen to the podcast and you go, it still hasn't gotten good. Hey, let me hear from you. Send me an email to 
uh, Dave Ryan at KDWB.com. Hey, we also have a Facebook page. Don't forget, um, it is Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. And again, hey, shout out to um, an 11-year-old boy whose mom got in my book, and he was sitting on a hammock in the backyard, and he was reading my book, and she sent me a picture. I'll post the picture on Facebook. It's adorable, and um, I think it's great. Is there some things in the book for an 11-year-old that might be a little bit dicey, but probably nothing worse than they see online or see in movies. So um, I hope you like the book. I hope you enjoy the podcast. I hope you send me an email. Give me some things you want to talk about next week. Give me some feedback. Again, Ryan Show. No, that's the wrong one. Dave Ryan at KDWB.com. Hey, I appreciate you listening, and I appreciate that connection that we have here on the podcast. Um, Thanks for listening. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time on Take a Shower. Show up on time, and don't steal anything. Take care. Take care.